I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast with Siobhan Barnes. I am really excited to be with you today for a little bit of a reflection podcast. I can't believe we're in December already. It always surprises me how fast time goes and also how slowly it can go at the same time. And today I thought I would share some of my reflections on what my top five life and career lessons have been from 2022 to support you with coming up with what some of your lessons might have been. Because so often we are focused on setting new goals for 2023 and what we need to do and how we need to move forward. And to be honest, one of the most effective things that we can do is to reflect on, well, what has been working or what hasn't been working and to use that information as fuel to hit the reset button if needed or to change things up for goals going forward. Now, before I dive into my top five life and career lessons from 2022, I wanted to just set a little bit of a frame because as you know, or may not know, I am living in Hong Kong and gosh, 2022 was a real interesting one. For those of you who are in Hong Kong, you'll know what I'm talking about. We went through quite the journey, as I know many, many countries have been through with the pandemic. I know we're certainly not alone in that. And we had some nuances in Hong Kong. And so it was a very different place to where I am speaking to now. Things have opened up a little bit more. Obviously, we're not homeschooling. A couple of weeks ago, our kids got to get rid of the dividers at school. And, you know, things have opened up a little bit more. But it's been a journey and it's been really, really testing. And personally, it's been quite a challenging year with a lot of stuff happening with loved ones, close ones going through really tough times. And it has definitely been one of those years for deep, deep reflection and deep, deep gratitude as well. So let's dive in to the top five lessons. Then I really want to share these in the context of how it applies to life and work. And purposely, I'm saying how it applies to life and work because so often we think that our careers are siloed, right? We think we have a business and we're a corporate persona or a business person or a professional, and we don't think the other things happening in our life matter, right? Like maybe you went through a breakup this year, or maybe you had a health challenge, or maybe you're still dealing with a health challenge. And we can sometimes make ourselves wrong for letting life events or personal events or personal challenges impact how we show up at work. And I want to set the frame here that if that's you, there's no need to do that. There's no need to beat yourself up because at the heart of your career is you, the individual. 
and your well-being, your energy, all of that really matters. And as I think COVID has really taught us, our health comes first. And without our health, our vitality, our well-being, we don't have anything. So that leads me on nicely into what my top five lessons have been from 2022. And my intention in sharing them with you is to share genuinely what I've learned and offer some opportunities for you to ponder, well, what's been important to you? And do any of these lessons apply to you in your life? They don't have to, but it might be a nice jumping off point for you as you do your own review of 2022 before you get into that 2023 goal setting. So the first lesson that I learned is the importance of anchor habits and anchor routines that make me feel good. What do I mean by that? What is an anchor habit? Well, an anchor habit is one of those things that has a bit of a domino effect. So when you do it, it impacts all areas of your life. For me in 2022, as I've spoken about on the podcast, beginning to lift weights, going to the gym, that was a key anchor habit for me in 2022. And it was more possible, obviously, when the gyms began to open up a little bit later. But for me, exercise and lifting weights and getting stronger, it's definitely still a journey and got a long way to go. It's such a mood booster. It's an energizer. And it actually has allowed me to really bring that energy and bring that strength to other areas of my life. I've actually learned a lot from the fitness world. You know, they say things like, I want you to lift to failure because they want to see how far we can push ourselves. They also say, finish strong, give it all you got, you can keep going. And before you worry that we're just getting pushed into lifting really heavy and forcing ourselves to push ourselves beyond our limits, of course, I'm well taken care of. There's a warm up, there's a routine, there's a process. It's all good. And genuinely, there's something just so wonderful in seeing the ripple effect of how focusing on this one area has impacted other areas of my life. And I'll tell you why that is. Being in that environment is number one, new for me. I've always done exercise, but I've played things like netball. I do trail running, swimming, and obviously playing with my kids. But thanks to my friend, Dr. Lorena Law, who I interviewed on the podcast, episode 22, if you want to go check it out, where she talks about the benefits of exercise and what we can do to ease our transition into menopause and manage our hormones. Thanks to her, I did take up the gym. And what this new world has opened up for me is also a change around my mindset. It has completely challenged what I thought was possible for me and equally my identity as a person. I used to think I was one of those people who wasn't good at push-ups, who wasn't strong, who wasn't toned. And whilst, of course, that's still kind of a reality at the moment, it's an identity that I am shifting and not because I'm doing it from a place of wanting to have to be a certain way, but from a genuine place of oh, it feels good to feel strong. I feel motivated. It's nice to feel the benefits of that. And so for me, anchoring in this habit, which is unrelated to my work, it's unrelated to my family, it's had a ripple effect because of the change in how I'm viewing myself as a person, what I think is possible for me, the self-talk that I have with myself, because I can see tangible evidence that I can push myself, that I can do more than I thought was possible. And that same mindset has an anchor and a ripple effect onto other areas of my life. So before I share the second lesson, I invite you to take a moment just to pause and reflect for you. Is there an anchor habit that you know would make a significant difference in your life? 
that would make you feel good, that would nourish you, that would allow you to grow and develop as a person. For some people, this might be incorporating more holidays and adventures into their lives. For some people, it looks like a morning routine and journaling, taking up a spiritual practice. There is no right or wrong. However, take a moment to think about what anchor habit would support you personally. All right, the second lesson that I've learned this year is that taking the time to identify how I relate to time to energy and money has significantly paid off. So at the start of the year, I set some goals for myself. And one of them was to really get my head on straight around how I view my time, how I view my energy and how I view my money. These are all resources, right? These are resources that we have in order to live our life. And many of us have got pretty screwy relationships with all these things, right? Like with money, There can be beliefs around whether we can have it, under what conditions, how much of it, what it means to have it or not have it. And for me, thanks to a number of different mentors and different explorations and obviously personal life that happens, I was able to really look at that more fully. Equally with my time. Spent a lot of time this year because of the pandemic, particularly during the homeschooling months in Hong Kong, looking at my relationship to time. And most honestly, the feeling that I have, which is that there's just not enough time. And look, maybe you can relate to this. I'm sure you can. I'm a mom. I've got three children and now a very busy life. And it's been really interesting to see the pendulum swing from when we were at home and you couldn't have people over to your house and all these restrictions around where you could go, who you could see, who you could not see to now like things opening up. We all have a relationship to time, no matter what happens. And obviously energy, that's huge. If we don't have the energy to do our work, to live our life, then we're not going to be able to get very far. So for me, taking the time to really do some of this mindset work, to look at my relationship to time and energy and money, helped me get really clear so that I didn't have to have it rule me anymore. How I did that practically is a number of different things. And (laughs) I'm a coach, right? And this is my jam. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. But one of the ways that I support my clients with specifically around this and that I myself have used on myself is a modality called rapid transformational therapy called RTT for short. And it's an opportunity to do some subconscious repatterning work to identify what is the operating system that's been installed (laughs) in your body, in your mind that you're running on autopilot because we all have this right between the ages of zero and six, we absorb a lot of beliefs from what we've seen modeled in our family, in our schools and our community at large. And this is not to blame our parents or to blame our school or to blame our community. It's just what we do, we're little sponges. And so often we don't take the time to assess these operating systems. We don't hit that upgrade button just like we would do on our phones, right? We would always have a operating system upgrade. And that's what I did with RTT and that's what I do with my clients. And in this month of December, I've actually decided to do something a bit different. I don't often offer these sessions to my clients on a one-off basis. It's normally used in a longer container with me. But for the month of December, for the next couple of weeks, I'm opening up my calendar to do these sessions where we get to look at a specific challenge or a specific belief that you can identify. And it might be in relationship to time, your energy, your money. These three areas come up time and time again for my clients as well. And we'll look at all of that. So if you want to hear more, you'd like to check out the information, 
Come on over to the show notes at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 46. That's the number four, six, and you can read up more on that. But for me, taking that time to look at that relationship to time, energy, and money helped me reassess, like, do I want this to control me anymore? How can I take my power back? And it has certainly shifted a lot. And as always, there's different areas for me to improve in as well. All right, before we get on to lesson number three, question for you, what is your relationship like to time, energy, and money? And you can identify this by reflecting on what do you say about time? Is there not enough? Do you sometimes kill time between appointments? What do you say about that? What about your energy? Are you complaining about how tired you are all the time? How ragged you look? What about money? Is there not enough? Is there too much responsibility with how to steward it? Is it hard? Is it difficult? Does it come and go? What are the thoughts that you have around money? And if you need support around that, as I said, come and read more about this RTT over at the show notes. Okay, lesson number three. Oh, this is a big one and I'm still leaning into it. My lesson for this year has been less is more. I know, profound, right? We've heard this phrase many, many times. But the fact is, the less I commit to, the less I try to add onto my plate, the more presence I have, the more energy I have for the things that I want to do, the more clarity I have and the space to do things properly. Trying to do too much is old habitual thinking. And that's really part of the high achiever identity, which if you go back to last week's episode, where we talk about the difference between being a high achiever versus a blind achiever, you can dive more into that and understand the nuance between the two. But trying to do too much, that has totally hampered my progress. And I realized that more and more, particularly in this fourth quarter, as things have opened up in Hong Kong, I've said yes to more because I want to do more. I've realized, oh, maybe I've overdone it. And that's the thing, right? We need the contrast. We'll overdo something, we'll underdo something, and we'll constantly be finding our quote-unquote balance. If you saw me, you'd see me doing inverted air quotes, but that equilibrium. But the lesson is less is more, more presence. That is always better. And it's true, right? Multitasking, yes, we all do it. Yes, we can do it really well, particularly the mums and the high-achieving folks out there. However, we all know that when we take the time to do something properly and we concentrate, focus on it, we get it done and we're not distracted. So question for you to ponder, how can you incorporate this less is more in your life? What would that open up for you personally? All right. The fourth lesson from 2022 is nothing works unless you're emotionally, energetically, mentally and physically well. Again, this year has been quite a roller coaster with navigating external events that have been outside of my control. And it's been a real lesson in making sure that I'm taking the time to look at what do I need emotionally? What do I need energetically, mentally, and physically to be well? And oftentimes we live in a culture where it's just focused on what are you doing? How can you get through everything? How can you still show up? And what I've realized more than ever this year is that I've needed a lot of emotional support, energetic support, mental support. And it's been a year where I've leaned heavily on getting support, which is actually my fifth lesson, which I'll segue into here, which is support matters. And for me, the going it alone tendencies run very deep. And this year I sought out support in deep ways in my business, for my mental health, helping with my family, 
I've been diving into the world of energetics. I've been getting business support. I've been getting energetic support. I've been getting mental wellness support and obviously support at home. And again, coming back to the beliefs and why the subconscious repatterning work has been really helpful is that one of the personal challenges that I've faced is that I have to do it all. I have to do more in order to be enough. And the truth is, it's a narrative that I picked up somewhere that really didn't serve me. And I'm not a robot. I'm not a machine. I've got limited capacity and that's okay. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong, but admitting when enough is enough has been quite a lesson in 2022 for me personally. So I'm curious for you, what support would help you in your life? Is there any support that you need to feel into your emotions, maybe through a therapist? Is there something that you need energetically working with someone who understands that capacity and that level of support that they can offer? Do you need support around your mental health? Do you need support around your physical health? If you need help, this is not a weakness. Nothing has gone wrong. I actually think it's a really great sign of strength to look at how you can be your optimal self, how you can enjoy the journey and realizing that it takes a community, right? And obviously you're going to remunerate the person that's supporting you, right? I'm not talking about unethical practices in that space, but seeking out support is not a bad thing. So there you have it. Those are my top five life and career lessons from 2022. I would love to hear from you. What are you taking away from today's episode? And if you'd like to reflect on your top five life and career lessons from 2022, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that you can take note on and journal on. The first question is, just to recap, because I've woven them into the episode. Number one, what anchor habits will make a difference in your life? Is it exercise and going to the gym like me? Is it a morning routine? Is it getting a massage once a month? What is it for you? Number two, what do you need to create energy to show up to your life and your work? What is it that you need? Number three, how can you simplify but focus on less? So less but better. What is it that you can take off your plate? How can you simplify? Number four, how can you look after your emotions, your energetic and your mental health and your physical health? And with that, very naturally segues into what support would help you. If you need support to look at what's keeping you stuck, what's the lesson that you're learning in 2022, and if you want to revisit this and re-anchor this before the holidays and before 2023 rolls around, come on over and check out the RTT sessions. I would love to support you in those sessions. They are deeply powerful deeply transformative. And my clients always say to me, oh my goodness, what the heck was that? We went so deep. I had no idea that this was running the show. And it's always super fascinating to see what bubbles up. So if you're intrigued and you want to read a little more, come on over to SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 46. That's the number four six to read more about it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, please remember you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter.